Agony Mike Flack, Amy Agony Wave, and Tommy Agony MP3. We're all definitely next part. We're keeping it up to code. You you uh, right click it and then you see the download above to remove. Don't remove it. You idiot. What if I did? Oh wait, so is Amy? Wait, which one's Amy? CPR too. It literally says Amy Agony <laughs> dot wave. I don't. <laughs> I didn't use know your freaking eyeballs. <laughs> and welcome to Creativity and Chaos, a 1L2N podcast. I am Amy, and we are joined by some fluorescent guests today. Mike? Yeah. Tommy? Yeah! And our florent of guests, Liam. Yeah. We are a family of glow sticks going through the story writing process, and we're bringing you along for the ride. Glow sticks is the only thing I could think of that was like fluorescent, because it's like it's bright. We're, and maybe we're I don't a know the definition of glow sticks. Florescent. That doesn't matter. Today is a creative prompt day. Before we get into that, how is everyone doing? What's going on? What's up? How you feeling? Oh, it's kind of hot out. That's my contribution. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I've been playing way too much Elden Ring and not getting enough creative things done. It's it's not been good. I replayed that game and I'm like, oh, oh, this is a lot of fun. That's how I've been doing. Dang you, video games. Stupid video games. They're really great for like recharging and, you know, getting some creative inspiration and having some fun ideas. But then they also suck away all your creative time. <laughs> so you have to limit them. I've been legitimately thinking about why I love these types of video games. And I think it's because I have Wanderlust. And that satisfies my wanderlust, playing these types of games. And then I get too into it to the point where I'm like, well, since I had that craving and now I'm satisfying it, I need to satisfy it even more. And let's play more and more. So it's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's the worst. You get to a point when you have like 300 games in your library and you just go, I don't know what to play. This is all boring and I hate it all. And I don't want to play games. And the best thing you can do when you get even close to that is just walk away and do something else and come back a month True. later. And it's the mm -hmm. most fun you've ever had. I feel like every time I get bored of playing a video game, that's when I start getting into watching people play video games. And then as soon as I get bored of watching people play video games, that's when I'm in the mood to actually play the video games myself. It's a weird cycle that I usually have. That's interesting. But hmm. I don't know if that's something. I have been watching people play video games a lot, lot less. It just doesn't entertain me as much as it used to. And I personally am not very happy with the YouTube algorithms and how they just keep recommending me the same four channels and they keep pushing videos I've already seen. And I keep saying, don't recommend, already seen this. And they're like, oh, okay, let's show you something else you've already seen as what? opposed to give me any <laughs> yeah. kind of new content. So it's, it's a little frustrating. Yeah. It sucks because you want to like have some of the smaller, more interesting content, but it only pushes the stuff that's like millions and millions of views that is basically regurgitated from other videos that have millions and millions of views. Mm -hmm. yeah. So... Yeah, I also like I, I like watching like engineering videos and you know how it's made yeah. like bridges or sort of crazy stuff. But then they'll start recommending one channel which I've never seen before, and it's you know peak YouTubeness where the first thing somebody's like, "Hey, what's up, everybody? You know this is D Bag, and I'm gonna have a great time. Make <laughs> sure you like and subscribe and smash the bell and all." You know, and you're just like, "Oh, I don't want any of that." That's not the type of videos I'm interested in. I'd rather have a video where somebody goes, like one of my favorite YouTube channels is a lock picking lawyer. And if you've never seen it, it's just oh, a guy yeah. who picks locks. And he's like, here's a simple lock and here's how I pick it. And these are the tools I use. And it's like super calm in two minutes. And, you know, it's great. But ah, whatever. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, you can definitely go okay. down like a rabbit hole. I find if you can find something that you like and then a lot of times the like related to or watch next videos are the ones that I'm actually interested in. Or you know how they have that like screen at the very end of a video where it's like a grid of all the bunch of like related videos. Usually I can find a video off of that that I'm interested in and then I can kind of like boom, 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 boom and rabbit hole off of those. But it also depends upon what I'm in the mood for as well. So who knows? This week, it was really fun. Tommy and I, and we went and played disc golf. Now, I've never played disc golf, but Tommy has, and so has Mike, I think. And we played it, but we played it at our local baseball stadium. 
which was super cool. I guess they were at an away game, and so they utilized the stadium while they're the team's like on an away game. So we were able to actually like the course was set up amongst like the seats and on the field, and you had to throw it from like the dugout to up on the second level and then from the second level to out there on the side of the field like it was really really cool how they had it and yeah we met some new friends and I played disc golf for the first time not great at all but it was a really really fun experience and really fun being able to do something unique and different and it it felt like naughty because it was like should we be here like oh we're not here for a baseball game this is like so this is so fun yeah it was it was really fun i told tommy had the vibes of like a water park without the water rides or without the water i don't know how to explain the aesthetic other than that but there you go i think disc golf is the best form of golf i think uh golf is kind of a waste in fact uh so you know free pitch i listened to a podcast from malcolm gladwell it's called revisionist history and you know i don't always agree with like what malcolm gladwell says but i i enjoy the storytelling aspect he does when he does it and he talked about golf courses and how much of a waste of space and specifically in la taxpayers money is and i think one of the best parts about disc golf is it's usually not on this giant open field or anything it's in the woods and it's small little thing next to a stream and you have to try and throw your disc at an impossible target and it's i'm terrible at it and i love it it's great it's easy to get into and everybody can do it what was also nice about going to the stadium was that everyone was pretty kind they're pretty nice the people that we we met up with actually when we were going around they were like the sweetest people in the world. And it was really funny. We were encouraging each other. And there was a group ahead of us that got a hole in one. It was everyone in the stadium saw that they got a hole in one. And we all cheered for her. And it was like such a cool moment. It's like, yes, like we're just encouraging everyone. Like that. It was, it was a lot of fun. I've yeah. only seen one person get a hole in one ever. And it's <sighs> Liam. It's Liam. Yeah. It's Liam. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Best player ever. Well, when we all visit or hang out the next time, we should all find a disc golfing place to do go to because there's think so be many. Fun. So there's, there's not so a lot many. of disc golf out here, and I've heard two really stupid ways that people have called it, and it's just stupid because I'm not familiar with it. You know, it's a regional thing. Frisbee golf, oh, which yeah, is like okay, I get it. It's not frisbee; it's a disc. But you know, I'll let you let it pass. And then somebody called it froth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they they're gonna go frothing just Ugh. oh it's so that's bad. terrible yeah well uh, i guess yeah well, next time we meet up we'll froth together oh no all right when i hear somebody <laughs> say the name froth i just think that's agony to my ears i hate you <laughs> speaking of agony all right so our creative prompt this week was agony or this past month i should say was agony a friendly reminder to our audience what we're doing is we like to pick a creative word and make something creative based off of it you can take five minutes five days five hours however long you need within that month basically we're just trying to get your creative juices flowing and challenge you a little bit as long as you're creating that's the main goal so this past month it was agony who's got what let's hear it let's go liam Liam, you got something for uh, agony? No, I'm okay. living in agony <laughs> right now. You're going to have to talk about it. It's terrible. All right. So who wants to go first? Well, you can roll a dice. Uh, one and two is Tommy. Three and four is you. Five and six is me. I rolled a six. So All then right. that is Michael. Michael. All right. So let's talk about this before we listen to it. Right. Yeah. Fun fact for this. When we announced that Agony was going to be the the name, I guess, Mike, you thought it was supposed to be Anguish instead? Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's the word I thought after I heard it. I was like, oh, it's Anguish. Okay, that's fine. And it's still the same emotion. So <laughs> Yeah, for me, much. it's not. You're lucky. So Agony, I guess I've lived a decently privileged life. That The, the biggest thing that's ever caused me agony in life and real agony you know, is heartache. Like breaking up with somebody and still loving them and they haven't they don't love you back that for me is like always hurt more than anything when loved ones die it's sort of a finale and it's really sad but it's a sad moment that passes whereas when you still love somebody but you know you you can't be with them if there's something that hurts at a totally different level it's like your chest just fills up so this was basically written about that 
It's about a bunch of conflicting emotions that happen at the same time. It's the melancholy, and then it's it's a it's a song about heartache. Yay! <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Now, I mean, I heard almost all of this before, except for the last probably 30 seconds. Yeah, so Tommy actually helped me out quite a bit with it because I started composing this in Tommy's style of just starting to put ideas in a single project and figuring out which ideas I wanted to work with and sort of moving them together. And I got to a, a decent chunk where I was happy with it, but there was some driving rhythms that I was not feeling and I just need rhythmic help. So I just asked Tommy to, to help, you know, touch it up for me and, and fix it. And a lot of that driving rhythms, especially in the strings and the drums that you hear when the horns are building up and stuff, that was Tommy. And then I took that influence and brought it to the very end of the piece. So it inspired me to, to do it. You know, the idea for, for listening to it, especially the last part, is it's, it is almost agony to listen to because there's so much going on that conflicts with each other. There's a lot of different melodies and rhythms. Rhythms. The timing is interesting because it's in a 3-8, then immediately to 5-8 rotation back and forth. So it's supposed to be very hard to listen to and semi-overwhelming. That's you know what you feel, at least what I've felt when I've had a heartache in the past. But yeah, it was fun to make. Yeah, when listening to it, it felt like it felt like waves of emotion kind of rolling up and and building into like a big crash sort of in your chest. Like that's how I imagined it. And it was very like a venturing party feel as well, which I'm sure you didn't purposely go for. But yeah, it's fine. It, 
I liked the idea of heartbreak through a story, not just like a single moment. So for me, it kind of took me to like heartbreak within a story or an overarching story. But I did like, I liked that buildup of emotion and that kind of rolling agony feeling. I thought it was really interesting, really good. It was funny, the middle part of it did remind me a little bit of The Cursing Tree, which if you haven't heard The Cursing Tree, go listen to The Cursing Tree, everybody. There is a, I will say, there's a very, very specific, it goes, the nose goes, it was the horns. Like, it's like, do, 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 do. And the next note would be, it would go up into a major, and that's where it would be the cursing tree, but Mike continues to go down, which is, makes it his own. My brain was always like, it goes into the cursing tree right now, and I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't, it goes down. But I'm dumb, so... I mean, I already listened to this, but then when you described this, Mike, uh, as like, these are the emotions that I, I was trying to get you to feel during it. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt when listening to it to begin with. So, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, cool. I liked that. Good. I'm glad that yeah, I made you feel agony. <laughs> that was good. Definitely got the um the agony part. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm going to cry. The first... The first third and the third third was like yeah that's that's agony right there but the middle part i didn't really feel much agony going on there felt like more um triumphant more heroic hmm. that's just me personally no i you know i i get the idea i wanted it to be i guess the the, the thing that happens is you go through waves of feeling pain and then sometimes you get better and sometimes you feel angry and happy at the same time. And that's kind of what that middle mm-hmm. section was it's like that angry, happy back into that. Like, I'm still sad. So I can see the heroic you know, side. I think what what or at least what made it heroic was definitely those the horns coming in. They sounded very Lord of the Rings, esque, which I personally I totally going to think I, I love. Like, Wait a minute. I really like that because it it does Mike describing heartache. That's exactly what you're doing. You're just going through an infinite amount of emotions for a ridiculous amount of time. So, yeah, it was fun. Liam, did you have something to add? Yeah, sorry. Cut you off because that's what I do because I'm an idiot. No, I added it. It made conversation. Wow. Okay. All right. So we do we do roll the dice. One and two is Tommy. Three and four is Amy. Five and six is Mike. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Hold on. Three. Who's that? Amy. Is that me? Amy, yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So I originally had this idea before agony. And by before, I mean like two days before we picked agony. I came up with this. I was like, I want to use this or something, but I don't know. And then we had agony. I was like, 100%. That's what we're doing it for. Absolutely. So I gave it to Tommy. I was like, Tommy, can we do music? <laughs> and he goes, sure. And then like <laughs> three, four weeks later, he's like, yeah, no, not happening. <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. I really tried. I really tried, but I'm, I was so bad. I was so, so bad. And I was like, no, no, I can't do it. The one thing I really suck at is brass, like big band brass. Like specifically Mike's project a while back for, uh, what was it? Survey. Survey. There we go. Yours, that was like exactly, not exactly what I wanted, but I wanted a lot of the similar elements of that. And I just couldn't do it. My brain was like, nope, I guess I can't do this just yet. So yeah, that's that's where you shine and I don't. So I said all of that to say I would love to have it with music because I think it would work really well with some nice, maybe big band-ish music. So if we could make that happen afterwards, that would be great. Anyways, here it is. Enjoy. If I'm feeling kind of angry, upset or bad, not sure if I'm hungry, crazy or sad, but everything seems different and I'm not sure why. I'll just do, wait a few days do, to see the red do, with do, my do. eyes. Oh. Oh. I get it now. I get it now. I figured it out. I figured it out. It comes every, every month. Do. But somehow. Somehow. I'll always forget. I'll always forget. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. It's just beginning. I've turned into a gremlin do. to find some relief. Do, 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 I've got do. a box of goldfish, do. some chocolate ice cream. Do, 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 I'm wrapped do. up in a blanket do. and low self-esteem. I just need to get do. my heating pad do. and do. all my early. Oh, oh, I get it now. I get it now. I figured it out. I figured it out. It comes do. every do. month, but somehow, 
somehow. I'm never prepared. I'm never prepared. I'll always forget. I'll always forget. There's just no winning. I'm sorry for the person I become during that whole week. But imagine living through it every month, feeling like an absolute freak. I feel like a freak Wait, oh. every time. Oh. Now it's finally over. Do. The cramps are all gone. Do, 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 Forget do. it ever happened. Do. And learn to move do, do. on. Live life do. to the fullest. Do. Tomorrow's do, a new do. dawn. But three weeks do. from now, something's do. feeling kind of wrong. Oh, oh! I don't get how. I don't get how. I don't figure it out. I don't figure it out. It comes every, every month. month, but somehow, somehow, I won't figure it out. I won't figure it out. So when the time comes, so when the time comes, I'll question everything. everything. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Bro, that's so good. That's so good. I think my music was just attracted from it. Yeah, like, I, I, I actually think it was better without music. I think so too. Playful. I legit do. I mean, you could, I think if it was going to be with music, it would have to be like full on Hammerstein, like big musical production. It has to be over yes. the top, a bunch of yes. singers and backup singers and stuff like that. Yeah. I originally kind of envisioned it as like a big musical number. And I thought that that would be really like fun and interesting. So I was like, Tom, can you help me out? And then, yeah. So I just had to and improvise and no, no, no I'm you're, not. You're, I'm not, you did really, really, really good. <laughs> this was, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I loved, it was also nice. Cause I, I think this is one of the first times where it felt like you could actually like sing a lot. Cause you know, we live with our parents, which kind of sucks and they were out. So you were actually like really using your full diaphragm there, which was really nice. Yeah. I will say the little do's and then the harmonies I actually did today because I did those yesterday and they just sounded terrible and I couldn't figure it out. And then today, this morning, I tried to re-sing them and they, I saw a froggy morning voice and so it didn't sound good. And I was talking with mom and she was like, just have fun with it. Like, that's the whole point. Just have fun. I was like, okay. So then I did a way more playful and was like, do, 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 rather than like trying to make it sound beautiful or pretty. And I was like, oh, that sounds way better than yeah. what I was trying to do. So, so yeah, the playfulness really helped and really worked. So I was, uh, yeah, that was, that was really good. Sound time. Sorry. Not Hammerstein. Oh, that's, okay. who, that's who I was thinking of. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, Wait, no, Hammerstein is Rogers and Hammerstein. Like, uh, what if there's, there's somebody different. What am I thinking of? Yeah. But yeah, I would still love to do that song, record it better or record it with a higher quality, but I'm happy with how it turned out. So, yeah. All right, let's see. Now we got to roll. Yep. Yeah, now, one and two. One, one and two is Tommy, three and four is Amy, and then five and I'm six. I'm not going to get to share mine. <laughs> oh, three. All right, let's go again. Here we go. Okay. Uh, no, all right, go ahead. Two. Or, go ahead, Tommy. Nothing ever seemed to keep the mouths of the police force shut, but everyone at the precinct was overwhelmed with the stillness that crept its way in. The long stare, the slow walk, and the stench of a freshly lit cigarette. It was rare for most to see the detective this way, but his team knew what came with the act and were not looking forward to the night ahead of them. Sir, what's the situation? Three murders, all done by one person. How'd you come to that? I left a calling card and a note for me. The location of three victims. I had officers go out to each location, all confirmed dead. Each victim had their own identical calling card. As the night aged, the cold settled in under the clouded crescent smile of the distant moon. A killer was on the loose, and it was at this time the forensics team came back with all the information they gathered and brought it to the detective. Sir... This wasn't any ordinary night. Our first victim was found thrown into a dumpster filled to the brim with money. His legs and arms were completely mangled and torn to shreds. Our second victim was found on top of lit embers, third degree burns all over her body in a large crater just outside of a construction site. Our last victim was found in a cab parked next to Watson Elementary. 
Their hands were completely severed and nailed to the steering wheel of the vehicle. These are three hideous acts of crime. All seem to be very specific and meticulously staged to each individual. This person is definitely experienced. But sir, these aren't just any ordinary citizens. A momentary pause broke between the two. The detective wiped his brow, and with a nervous mutter, broke the silence. Then who are they? Our first was Joshua Hayward. He was a hit-and-run robber with multiple accounts of murder. Our second was Emily Enster. She was the one responsible for the Burlington bombings that killed 42 people. Our last was Baxter Newberry. He was a child trafficker, and these people have all been really hard to catch. With each victim revealed, the stillness that overtook the precinct earlier that night suffocated the room now. Time slowed, and all eyes were on the detective and his team, waiting for a breath to come back into the room. Sir, how do we handle this? We should. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. First, before we talk about how good or bad it was, I thought you said that there was four murders. No. Did I say? No. Did I hear I four? I thought it was three. three. Oh. Okay, well, then I have to go back and listen to it. I looked over that so many times, I was like, oh, I hope I didn't say four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was very, um, I'm trying to look up right now because it reminded me of uh, Sin City's music. Oh, where it, yes. it had like a very. It's like noir, but like new age ish. No, no, it was like a more oh, rock no. metal noir type mixture. It was, it was very interesting. So I know, but I, I like core noir. Liked, I liked listening to. I, I'm sure Tommy can speak to this more because we talked about him, his things that he enjoyed with actually writing, not composing. And I liked hearing the detail of it. It seemed like you did have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, I loved this. The specific line. And I, I think my favorite out of this was as the night aged, the cold settled in under the clouded crescent smile of the distant moon. I was like, that's just a very, very fun line. And I was Tell like, oh, like, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, maybe I can write uh, just a little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess this was this was more about. Trying to tell a story in three and a half minutes is so freaking difficult. This was just one page, basically, with, you know, tidbits of dialogue there, obviously. But I was trying to tell a story where it was like, oh, okay, these are brutal murders. So it's uh, yeah. the agony of the murders. But then it was the, the idea of the agony, should you do anything about a murderer who is killing other murderers, who's doing your job for you? It's like that choice of like, is what he's doing or there? I, I guess I'm, I, I try to make it gender neutral i said well what's they're doing or is it right or is it wrong and I, I was gonna even add the fact originally but i thought it was too much i was gonna add the fact that like the detective was the one who actually was was like helping this murderer kill other murderers because they couldn't do anything about it originally so it was like the agony of oh should you tell your team should you keep this a secret it's like lying and deceit it was just like that the agony of all that yeah. but each each victim was like the whatchamacallit first victim was a hit and run robber so he's found in a dumpster filled to the room with money and his legs and arms are broken the second one was a bomber so she was found in a crater with lit embers and i thought maybe she was right outside of the construction site so right where she did bomb in the the burlington bombings that's where it was that's where she was found and then the third was he was a child trafficker so he was in a cab parked (laughs) with his hand severed to the wheel so it was like I, I tried to have it so this this murderer clearly was violent aware and, and aware of their actions. Oh, completely aware of their actions. Is this good or is this bad? I don't know. I'm not I'm not 
saying is it good or is it bad i'm just saying this it's an agony for these characters he's he's saying please tell me is it good or is it bad i need please <laughs> i don't i, need I don't know your what feedback. i wrote <laughs> i don't know <laughs> just hypothetically if this was real life and i happen to perform these murders would it be good or yeah. bad would it's it not good? it's just hypothetical this is not an official confession <laughs> but if you like it I'll show you where I hid the bodies. <laughs> I got a picture album. I do, yeah. No. <laughs> I got really into scrapbooking after I murdered all. I mean, um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, it was great. I liked it. I liked the, the genre, the style that you did it in. It was just, it was different and uh, it was good. It was, Thank you. Do more. You, I will try. Faster. Now. Yeah, I gotta do faster. This took this took way too long to do. How long did, did how, right, so the writing, how long did that take? I think a page of writing probably took around six hours for me. It took a really long time because it was the, di- like I would revise it or I'd, I'd write a bunch and then I'd revise it. I kept being like, oh, but no, this would be good here and this would be good here. It was like the more I thought about it. And we had a, we had a discussion one night privately about just writing in general. And then that got me inspired. So I wrote more and it was like, I'm a slow writer, but I think it's because I'm very inexperienced with writing. So I don't know, but I am proud of the, the actual writing. I'm not as proud with my, my narration. I think my narration's just okay, but yeah, I don't know. It was fun. There was definitely a few times where your vocals were peaking on different syllables or different that was, that was because of a bad mix. <laughs> I mixed it a little too fast, but yeah, I'm talking about the actual, like, enunciation of certain things probably could have been a little better but Uh, i don't think the mix was really too bad if i had a suggestion for you doing narration you don't have to darken your voice to do a dark tone that's actually i really didn't darken my voice a lot i tried not to the things i just did i did a teeny bit of eqing and it was my distance from the mic well i what i meant by i darken i guess is like the cold night sky came. Down. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That I sort know. of that, it got it got a little cheesy there. I understand that. No, but um, the I mean, cold night sky. I just well, wanted to. to I that. wanted to. I wanted to because I wanted to make it. Here, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain my reasoning. Oh, yeah. I wanted to make it very, very distinct because they were talking back and forth, and I was the only one voicing. So I wanted to be like, okay, clearly this one's this one's slightly higher pitch, this one's lower pitch, and this is the narrator. Yeah, at least that was my reasoning for it, just to make it a little more distinct. But I, I it wasn't it, it wasn't bad by any means. It, it's better than I've heard other people do stories. So it's it's good. It's just I think that is a, a easy choice to make. And yeah. it's not like it doesn't work. But at the same time, it could it's something we you can practice on and try and figure out different oh. characters. and stuff. Like oh, for sure. It's, yeah, it's one on. of the things we, we all have to get better at, especially if we're going to yeah. be narrating a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's my project. And it was also uh, there's I, I feel like there's a lot of things I would do differently, specifically the little breaks I had in between where I was like I revealed the first victim and then I had to go boom, 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 or sorry, the other one. But I, ba- I basically had that little motif in there to break in between narration. I think I would write it so it pad out the time a little bit more between like i would make sure there's enough narration to last the beginning and end until that little motif comes in a little longer but that's just a very specific thing that i would do with it this was fun to make i learned a lot for sure good stuff again that's the key good stuff everybody yeah good job yeah we did it we're all awesome liam you're awesome too we'll clue you in that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as much excitement as we're getting yeah. out of him for the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was great. Yo, Tommy, you did a good job. Definitely. Wow. That was like a 8.5 out of 10. It had a good story, had a good cliffhanger, some good music to jam along to. Amy, I didn't say anything about yours, but yours is also great. Funny, and I like the doo doo doo. It's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I already talked about mics, but I don't remember mics. But it was good. I liked it. Um, what is it was happening? Good. Thank you. Good no, stuff, thank stuff. you, bro. I really want now a segment on our podcast where we have Liam rate something <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like it would just be so delightful to hear the deep, deep thoughts of our sweet, sweet guest. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what that's. I guess that's him raiding a bowl. I'm pretty sure uh, he's like pulling chains in a prison. 
Oh, well, that too. <laughs> Ooh. Um, good bug, them. first of all. Second of all, I like how Liam, with my with the little motifs I was just talking about, he, he would go like this in camera. Yeah. <laughs> you bother that. Hey, audience, you can just He's imagine jamming. what that was. Imagine what yep, he was exactly. doing. Yeah, we're not, don't yeah. even describe it, guys. No, just no, Just imagine no, no. what he was doing. I think one of the fun parts about this is not only are we doing a lot of different things, but we each had a word agony, and one was about heartbreak, one was about you know, period, and one was about murders getting what they deserve. It was it was all so totally different with one yeah. simple word. That's kind of what I do really enjoy about these challenges, and I'm sure yeah, you know, exactly. we'll hear a bunch of stuff from one other people that are like, oh, agony, I had a great inspiration. It was about a giraffe, and you're like, what? All right, let's hear it. Yeah, so. that would that, that's kind of what we want, though. If you're inspired yeah. by that word and you make something about a draft. Like, I want to know how you got to it. Let's see like that. Somebody who's Let's really short it. and like, like wants a pet draft, but can't <laughs> like pet its head because it's so short. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, there you go. <laughs> well, if you listening at home, work, wherever, if you want to participate or if you have participated in this particular creative prompt challenge, let us know. Hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Reddit. We want to hear what you've done. We want to see what you've done. Let us know. Now, to pick the next project, Agony. Who who did Agony? Was it Missy? Yeah, Missy. Okay. Well, then she. it's fine. It doesn't matter if we don't roll her. Four, which is Mike. Mirror. Have we done Mirror? No. No. Okay, Mirror it is. All right, you heard it here, folks. That is our next creative prompt word, Mirror. Let's listen to it. Or let's do it. Let's do it. We, nope, we can't let's have. listen to it. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Okay, Start them up. Well. We can't get out of this one, unfortunately. That, what? What? What do you mean we can't get out of this? One? <laughs> what do you mean? We by have that? to do this. We are contractually what? obligated. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The contract that, that I definitely wrote. My time. Mm-hmm. The calendar. No. Okay. <laughs> I want to complain about my cat. Go for it. <laughs> you know what? Go, Go for, it. for it. Go for it. <laughs> so we actually, this is more complaining about my dog. My dog likes eating the cat food. And in order to keep the cat food away from the dog, we put it up on my desk so that the cat has to jump up on a little stool and then jump up again. Now, she only has three legs, so we can't make you know it too much of a jump because she can't really spring all the way up on top of a desk. So there's like a step stool. Unfortunately, the dog decides, yeah, let's go ahead and use that step stool to get on the desk to eat the cat food. This is a big no-no. I do not like this. So we built the cat a, a really cheap ramp, but it is well built with carpet and everything. And all she's done the past day is just complain that I'm not picking her up and putting her on the desk to get her food. <laughs> Instead of using this carpeted ramp, she can claw her way up and slide down nice and easy. It's a little too steep for the dog to get up, but she's complaining about it. The main thing I want to complain about is that my eyes hurt a lot because I'm allergic <laughs> to her. And so oh, okay. My, oh, okay. Like, I've been rubbing my going? eyes a whole bunch. And that's why I wanted to complain about the cat. I'm, I'm glad that everybody want to complain about my cat. My eyes hurt. Yeah. First it was his yeah. dog and then it was his eyes. <laughs> yep. yeah, and it, both mm. are the cat's fault. No, the food eating is definitely Louie's fault because he's, well, he's a special little puppy. I look the same. I've made, I just, right here, I've made some of the worst tea I've ever had in my entire life. And so to try and fix it, I was like, you know what tastes good? Honey tastes good. I never put honey in my tea, so I don't know how much to put in. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to keep on going, keep on pouring oh, no. in. <laughs> and I put way too much honey in there. And now and it the tea is really strong, and now the honey is really strong. And so it, both my all my taste buds just hate me now <laughs> because one half is really bad tea, and the other half is way too much honey. I hate it. You would, you should go. But I have to finish it because I have a full mug. Well, just go, go get, get some more go water. Get pot and put it all in water. the pot and boil water. Put some water in it? Yeah, and if that's not good, just add a little bit more tea. And if it tastes a little too strong, just add some more honey. Eventually, <laughs> there'll be a proper ratio. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Yeah, you put it sure. about yeah, two yeah. ounces. Two ounces, yeah. The whole two ounces. <laughs> well, two I haven't drunken much because that tea is trash. So it was like came out in little balls. Like You can't really see it now. Can you see that? Oh, fuck. I just got water everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
Oh, this is awesome. This is fantastic. That is so bad. My floor, my mouse pad, my monitor. Can we call this episode Liam Makes Tea? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Or Liam Spills Tea. Spills Tea. Yeah. Liam Spills the Tea. Absolutely. I missed. Um... (laughs) <laughs> My trash gets like not even two feet away from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll get it an old brand. But yeah, the tea's bad. Ten, zero out of ten. Don't make tea unless you know how to make tea and you know what tea it is. I just took, picked up a bag. And I was like, you know what? This is going to work. I didn't read it. <laughs> but when I started pouring the tea out into the little bag that you like put the thing on, it like started coming out in balls. I was like, I don't think tea's supposed to do that, but I continue to do it anyways. You guys have ball tea? Like balls in your tea? Boba tea. Yeah. <laughs> like. I've definitely teabagged. <laughs> <laughs> I can say without a doubt I've never had ball tea. I don't know what it is, but it's tea, apparently. Is it yeah, like it's ball tea? It's ball tea. Ball tea. So it's a little sweaty or it is I am very sweaty. I don't know. What is sweaty tea? What does that mean? It's liquid. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. <laughs> what is that? I'm sweat. Oh, balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam, oh balls, bro. Why are you so sweaty though, <laughs> bro? You, sh- you won't feel the back of my chair right now. It's I, I don't. What te- what temperature is it in your room right now? 89. 89. Oh, still eighty nine. Oh, nice. It's still eighty nine. Surprisingly, not playing a game. Uh, it's probably because not playing a game, and it's also getting later in the day, so the outside temperature is coming down. Mm, 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 I'm just mm. in here, but mm. it would be going down. But because I don't have the fans on anymore, it's staying the same. So the highest I've ever seen it got to is like 94, 95, 96, somewhere in the mid 90s. It's never gone high 90s. So why is it so hot in your room? It's the summer. Um, and it's like over 90, 100 degrees. Yeah. It's been 100 degrees for a couple of days. I went but outside. You're... I went fishing when it was 100 degrees. I never fished before. Didn't oh. catch a fish because I didn't even put a rod in my hand. Uh, I just watched <laughs> other people fish. So you didn't go fishing? Um, no. <laughs> you were <laughs> spectating. Just... <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fishing. It's weird, bro. Like, who fishes? Like, uh, nobody. That's like primitive times. Nobody goes out. Like, I don't really want to fish today. Like, <laughs> I what? I went fishing. But I didn't catch anything because I didn't have a rod in my hand. <laughs> uh, the only fish I can think of is like um getting like a spear and like you get real desperate, you start stabbing the water, like stab, stab because the water's moving. But um, I I know a bunch yeah. of people that like love fishing. They love it, and I've gone a couple mm-hmm. times, and I've had an okay time. But it's not nearly as relaxing to me as like going for a hike or actually doing something or just sitting down. Yeah, or staring at the fire. Chill. It's kind of chill, and there's a breeze. You know, it's by the water. Problem was, it wasn't humid, but it was 108, 109 degrees when we went fishing. So it was kind of hot. Did you get in the water? No, bro. It was. It's the bay. <laughs> you want to get in that? <laughs> Absolutely. We biked to the bay well, and we're like, well, it's no. like 109. Yeah, probably. Maybe I had a huge backpack on me too, so it was really hot. And then my bike broke down in the middle of the highway, so that was pretty bad. But we overall, bi- it's a good wait, time biking on the highway. Don't worry about it. Um, it was how to get there. Like, like getting to the bay is a process that requires. Can you explain highways. that process? It, well, it start bike home, plus highway, then road, bike. then bigger road, <laughs> then highway. Like, and then it starts going tr- subtracting down, and then you get to the water. But subtracting and down, I saw be going people up. fishing. What? Wait, were the you're people? Just you, wait, were you the saw people, people fishing? <laughs> so you're telling me? So you're telling me? What? You boked okay. to the bay mm-hmm. without going with people who are also going to go fishing. You just you just went to go bike there. No, and no then... I, people. No, I, we were just like six, seven of us. They went fishing. Okay. Two of us didn't know how to fish. And one out of the two of us that didn't know how to fish learned how to fish. And that last person that didn't was me. Okay. I didn't fish. All right. All right. They were there for a couple hours. And then it started hailing. It started like absolutely thunderstorming terribly. I mean, it was lightning everywhere. It started hailing super bad. But we and my other friend, Gio, we were already home. So it, that, it was already fine. But w- then I went to go back to my house because I forgot to bring some of the money. So I, but then we got caught in it too. So it didn't matter. But then they got somebody like when they were biking on the highway back home, somebody stopped by to like bring them home, which I found really surprising. That never happens around here. Because it was hailing. The rain hurt. That's what hail is. It's hurting rain. Not hurting rain. It's when rain hurts. It's like the damage. Your health starts going down. 
Yeah, but then it was a good time, and then we hopped in the pool. The pool was dirty, but it was super warm, and it was still raining. Raining in pool is quite a vibe. It's very it's nice. Good. It's a good vibe, yeah. But it, the pool is so warm. It was crazy. And I forgot I had my undershirt on, so I took that off. We started playing ball with my undershirt. I still haven't recovered that thing. Don't know where it is. It was pretty fun, though. Went to a diner at like 4.30 in the night. Liam, what diner? how much cocaine yeah. have you done today? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> cocaine? Also, where are these stories where like, yeah. how, what did you do this week? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You went fishing, but you didn't I go fishing. I went to fishing. go fish you spectating. Went highway, but you didn't go And then highway. I was on the highway with hail, riding my bike. And, and then, then you went I to a diner? I, no, I played ball with my undershirt and I went to a diner. <laughs> yeah. We did, what else did we do? We did some other things. I forgot though. I don't have a memory. What do you have? <laughs> Not, Not a C. Or AC, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the whole point of like, well, why is your room so AC? hot? Because you don't have AC, which you never yeah. answered. You're like, I, I don't know how the Europeans could do that. Like, imagine being in Europe right now, no AC. That's what I'm doing, and they're going through a heat wave. It's so you're terrible. just training to be a European? Why would I ever want to do that? Oh boy. Good thing you're editing this, Amy. This ah. is Liam spills the tea. Ding. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, we need we need that mo- that last moan, but the first slurp. Need some more water. That was good. So, what are we gonna talk about today? <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of. I think uh, I think we've basically talked about everything. Unless I think we. I mean, oh my it. gosh, how was an hour already? Mike complained about his cat. You complained about the heat. Tommy, do you have anything to complain about? No, life's great right now. Tommy had Not to spend that money I wanted last night. I forgot. What? He reminded me. <laughs> What? Oh, <laughs> I spent money. Uh, Mike, Mike, I, I like the dumb person I am. Mike's been, Mike's been, he's like, oh yeah, let's get this VST. Let's get that VST, virtual instruments. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it this time. And I'm like, Mike, I'm going to present you with this idea. And I said, let's get Albion Neo. And he said, what if we got this bundle? So I checked out the bundle. And then he says, you choose, Tommy. You choose. And if anyone knows me, I'm so unbelievably indecisive it is the absolute worst and then on top of that i don't like spending money and then mike made me choose he made me choose and spend money so i had to do it and then my credit card didn't work so i'd be like i did i have to ask someone else to spend their money what <laughs> that's not fun and then mike was laughing the entire time it was so mean it was like 270 bucks oh my gosh and i forgot until you mentioned it now i want to die oh that's my com- complaining. Amy, back to you. He is literally brushing his eyebrows because he's so stressed <laughs> out right now. <laughs> just like, oh, they're so sweaty. Oh, no. <laughs> That's with the pinkies, too. Yeah. <laughs> if I do it with any other finger, it's too much. Just constantly smoothing down his pinky or his eyebrows with his pinky. So let, let it be known. To relax him. That there was a sale going on for Spitfire Audio, which is where we got our plug in from. And I had no idea it was going on. And I didn't even care about it. And then Tommy told me and said, hey, there's a sale. And then told me about some stuff he wanted. I was like, okay, you choose. And then that was, it was all over from there. Yeah. When it got to the point of actually purchasing it, when he decided what he actually wanted, he went back and forth for 15 minutes about (laughs) like, okay, yeah, let's get this. And he was like, no, no, we don't need to get any right now. It's totally fine. No, we don't need nothing. And then I just had it in my cart ready to go for the time he said yes, because that's the most impossible thing for him to do. So there you go. It's his fault. He had to spend money. But you know what? We're going to create some pretty cool stuff with it. All things considered, it's a pretty good program we got. I think I think we'll be able to, yeah, create some fun, unique stuff with it. Amy, do you have something to complain about? Nothing I want to share on the podcast. All right. I'll share something. My wife. She (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Is she home now? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> your wife is beautiful and wonderful and what a heck of a woman she is yeah yeah we need to get her on to complain about you she does have the oh. worst taste in animals though once <laughs> one, to eat the food of the other one that you're allergic to yes <laughs> i'm allergic to both of them but you know. oh <laughs> oh yeah. wow you're living the high life yeah, right now l- l- so the cat affects my eyes and the dog affects you get my raccoon. sinuses my eyes Perfect. burn from the cat and i can't breathe from the dog so waking up is a pain in the ass then yeah. <laughs> you're like i can't see and i can't breathe what, what'd you say liam so you should get a raccoon 
Those things are pretty cool. Oh. Like, and they have the cute little grubby hands. They're like, gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah. Hands like, are okay, small. here's a snack. It's like smaller than my hand. Just give them. I, I, if I got a raccoon, I'd want it to be like some fat, wobbly raccoon. Just bouncing back <laughs> and forth. Yes. You know, just waddles everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would if I would like to get a skunk because I've heard what? that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that they are a great mixture between a dog and a cat in terms of personality. And I know that you can degland them. I don't know if that hurts yeah. them or not, but I, they still smell. It's it's one of those things I'll never get. But, you know, I would like to see a skunk at some point, pet it and be like, you're coming home with me. And then my, all my neighbors be like, well, what did you do? This wasn't deglanded. And I'm like, what do you mean? Lift up the tail. Yeah. Machine I think gun. to <laughs> legally own a skunk as a pet in the U.S., you have to degland it or degland it. Stink it. De-stink it. And I, there, are, there are skunk breeders as well, specifically that breed skunks for pets. And they it's like part of like the spay and neutering process that they would do. So I, I knew a lady who was a pet sitter. And I heard this story through my wife, but I also knew the lady. And she goes around and does special pet sitting. And this one lady had a bunch of strange animals, like a skunk and some ducks or whatever. Those aren't strange. They're just, you know, loud and smelly. But this lady also had uh, something that was half wolf, actually half wolf. And in order to hire this pet sitter, she wanted the pet sitter to sign a waiver that said, in case you get hurt or die from this half wolf, I can't be held liable. And I was just like, nope, that is not the kind of pet sitting job you ever want. If you have to sign a waiver or say, I know I could die, but hey, it's like 40 bucks for a weekend. Sounds great. you know? Whoa. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Could also just like get a raccoon. You could get a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, you make a great point. Is that the exotic animal you want, Liam, is a raccoon? It's not exotic. <laughs> Same in my trash can all the time. I would like a raccoon, a skunk, a squirrel, and maybe like a pigeon. So I can have like... Pigeons. First. Yeah, but like the second-rate animals of the the pet world, you know what I mean? Get an owl. Yeah, but owls are be... cool. That's like a first-rate animal. Actually, no. Forget that thought. It'd be like a Get crow a or something. So Aaron used to have <laughs> okay, good, uh, good. ducks, and we would have duck eggs, and it was you know she made this really nice pen and had this thing she would do every morning. It was a whole thing. She loved them, and they would also eat everything that was er, anything. Ducks are like garbage cans, so it's great. We slowly started losing the ducks one by one. They would just disappear out of a really tight fenced-in cage in the middle of the night. We're pretty sure it was a raccoon that was reaching its little oh. hands through and pulling the duck out. Through tiny, tiny holes. So raccoons. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be kind of terrifying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, geez. All right. We're going to wrap it up. If you're still here, give yourself a pat on the back. Because thank you for listening. Yeah, I guess we all can. To whatever this was. This absolute train wreck. I mean, the first half was good. Yeah. We had a plan. And then somebody wasn't <laughs> here. <laughs> so. Oops. I wonder who that was. Anyways, if you want to share with us your creative prompts, or if you have a thing that you want to confess or complain about, hit us up. We're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. We are 1L2N Productions, and you can find us over at 1L2N Productions.com. If you like what we're doing and you want to help show your support for what we're doing, you can head on over to our Patreon. And the last word of the day goes to Liam. Take it away. You know, I went into a chicken coop once and it fed all my Tic Tacs.